Well, our pastors here are in a series uh, on Sundays on the way of Jesus. And I have the honor today to uh, do a sermon entitled The Authority of Jesus. This is one of my personal favorite topics. And also because it's the first Sunday of the month, we're going to be uh, participating in communion. If you don't have that already, just put your hands up and the ushers will get to you. If you didn't receive that communion yet, uh, they will get to you on that. Um, so let's pray. Father God, we invite Holy Spirit today to make the connection in our hearts with your word that I would not interfere, Lord, with what your spirit would do today. Father God, we want to see great things happen today because we carry the name of Jesus. We want to see great things happen today, Father, to the believers here present, those watching online, those that would revisit this uh, in uh, uh, podcasts, that Father God, uh, your name, Lord, would be honored today in our lives. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, before, um, before Jesus went to the cross, uh, spiritual death ruled over mankind. And man was helpless to uh, free himself from the bondage of that nature. Then comes Jesus. That's the good news. He's a uh, man's answer to this dilemma. And we have here in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, uh, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. That's a mouthful. That's a wow scripture. That's a big wow one. All authority has been given to me. There's so much today that can be said about the authority that's been given to Jesus. So, so much. Uh, but for your, those who are doing the fill-in-the-blanks here, uh, that's one that we want to remember here in your first fill-in-the-blank, that all authority has been given to Jesus. I know that sounds simplistic, but this is something you always want to remember. All authority has been given to Jesus, not the evil one, not to uh, those that only give, not to only those that uh, go to church at every single service. All authority has been given to Jesus. Real important. So in this verse here that we just looked at, the word for authority in Greek is the word exousia. There's different words in Greek for authority. And this one means the authority as, a, uh, as an act of law. An authority as an act of law. That is an authority that has the right to exercise power. Um, in reference to God, an authority that must be yielded to in an absolute and unrestricted way that demons can't refuse. It's an authority that must be answered to, must be respected in an absolute way. And his name carries that exousia authority. Uh, we need to remember here, names carry authority, right? Names carry great authority. Uh, uh, there's a story I remember uh, from World War II. Uh, MacArthur became the supreme commander of Japan right after the war. And there was this photographer, he's famous, I don't remember his name. He had done a lot of war pictures. Uh, and uh, he was taking uh, photographs in Japan that the Western world had never seen before, especially of that culture. And he went to go somewhere to take a photograph and they wouldn't let him in because he wasn't Japanese and they didn't want him there. And he's arguing with them, but he has to take photographs for the, for the army. No, they wouldn't let him in. I think they even had swords. They wouldn't let him in. So he got exasperated and he said, well, in the name of MacArthur, let me in. And they kind of looked at each other and they let him in. He was shocked. He said, I didn't think that would work. And they let him in. Uh, a name carries authority. 
that's an amazing thought here. And uh, here in the Revelation chapter 1, verses 7 to 9, a proof that Jesus has this authority. It says, Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even though those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. And Jesus is speaking then, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and the one who is to come, the Almighty. Alpha Omega represents, you know, all a time and eternity is at his name. Wow. The eternity of eternities now, the entire of it, rests on his shoulders. Uh, the name of Jesus is the authority in heaven and on earth. Uh, the name of Jesus is the highest position you could ever have in the universe. And he's been given that name above every other name. So our second fill in the blank here, again simple, the, uh, the authority is in his name. So Jesus has been given authority, ah, but it's in his name that he has such authority. So let's go to another verse here that's very important in the New Testament. Uh, it's your memory verse on your scripture there. Uh, Therefore, God, Philippians chapter 2, therefore God has exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. I just said that. Verse 10, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and on those on the earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is a heavy one. This talks about truly the power of the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the Messiah, he is Jehovah God in the flesh, he walks and carries the authority of the Godhead in his earth walk. And there's so many scriptures we could look at this morning, obviously due to time we can't, but he has exercised authority over all sickness and disease, which is the result of the sin nature mankind has. So consider, he's exercised authority in his earth walk over all demons. He's exercised authority over the evil one to defeat the devil for you and me because we could not do that on our own. He did that for us. He has authority over death itself. He has authority over the grave. He conquers it for you and for me. So we see here, you know, the authority of Jesus that is exercised in his earth walk, but we need to be reminded it didn't just stop in his earth walk. It continues in eternity today. But, you know, if we're just talking about the authority of Jesus today of himself, it's got to have a purpose for us that we can walk in. And that's really what I want to point in on today's topic, that all authority of God in the name of Jesus has now been given to his church to use. That's the point here. And when I say church, I'm not talking about an institution. I'm talking about you and me. You are church. We are church. You're the living church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not an institution, but a living organism. We are the church that carries his name. So let's look at this in Luke chapter 9 here, verse 1. It says, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. How about that here? Not just exousia, but power as well. Another Greek word here. So it almost could be said he gave them authority and authority. But because this is a different Greek word, it's better translated power. It's the word dunamis in Greek. In, the, uh, in English, we get the word dynamite from that. Uh, it's, it's a power with dynamite in it. 
uh, his authority with might. Uh, Jesus not only gave the brethren, you and me, the authority to use his name, but to accompany it with dunamis power, to act just like him. That's a mind blower. Do we realize what this is telling us here? Uh, for example, in our own society, we have a police officer, let's say. The police officer puts his hands up and says, stop in the name of the law. Well, that's the exousia authority. But he also carries a firearm. That's the dunamis authority. That if he had to execute power, he can. And the power has given him the right to execute that authority. So uh, here we have Jesus with power and exousia because demons don't want to agree with you. They resist. They have to be forced to bow their knee. Let me tell you a quick true story. Uh, there was a great Bible teacher in this area. He was from England in the 1970s. His name was Malcolm Smith. Anybody ever heard any Malcolm Smith teachings? Oh, wow, we have some. I'm shocked. Wow, okay. Uh, anyway, I didn't know Walter Maureen had gone to some of his teachings in the mid-70s. And when he was here, he was in Hazlitt area. Anyway, Malcolm Smith tells this true story that he was in Africa one time uh, ministering the Word of God. And I don't know where he was in Africa, but what country, but these um, witch doctors came up to him and they said, would you like to see us dance? And he did something really stupid. He said, sure. So it's at, this is a true story. So it's at nighttime, right? And as he goes to watch them dance, I don't know what his purpose was in this. Then he saw them stop and they start dancing around him in a circle. And at that point, he's like, oh, this was a mistake. So they're dancing around him in a circle. They all stop. They have spears. They don't point it right at him, but they kind of lower it at him. And he's looking around. And this little, now this little guy comes, half the height, comes walking right up to him, all full of paint and everything on his face, looks at him and says, I am the chief demon of this region. You shall bow your knee before me. Malcolm said, I fell 10 feet tall. He looked at him and quoted this scripture from Philippians, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those who are heaven on earth and those under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He said when he said that, this is a true story, this little guy, his knees buckled and he fell to the ground. The guys in the circle looked at each other. He doesn't remember who did this. Somebody walked up with a machete and cut the guy's head off and all ran. So there he's sitting with his, standing up with his heavy body like, why did I come here? And of course he left the power of the name of Jesus. They don't want, they don't want to bow. They want to resist. I don't care if you want to resist. In the name of Jesus, bow your knee. We got to get this, the power of the name. Of, that's a bizarre story, but a true story of the name of Jesus. So here in scripture, this can't only be the 12 here in uh, Luke 9. It can't be just those disciples alone or it would have no value for us. In Luke chapter 10 here, verse 1, it says, now after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. Ah, these are beyond the 12. 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face in every city and place, right, put the anointing on them, and he, uh, where he was about to, himself to go. So here we have beyond the 12, he sends out the 70. And in verse 9 here, it says, and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. So they return to him, and they act just like Jesus. Here we have here in verse 17, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. 
Verse 18, he said to them, I saw Satan falling like, like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority, exousia, to trample on the uh, serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy, and none of these shall hurt you by any means. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, but, but that the spirits are subject to you, but rather because your names are written in heaven. Wow, how could such things be? It's only because they had the authority of the name of Jesus that he gives to his church. And that includes you and me. So your third fill in the blank there is he gives his church the right to use his name. Now, I didn't give this to the folks who are doing the uh, scriptures. My apology. But when we go to Mark chapter 16, at the end of the chapter, here's Jesus again. And he says to them, go into the world, all the world, and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. He does, whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And then when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people and they will get well. So here we see here, Jesus sends out the 12 in his name. Then he sends out the 70 in his name. And then here in Mark, that's all of us are sent out in his name with the authority to use his name. But it's important today we leave with the understanding that we have the legal right to use the name of Jesus in the same authority he had at his earth walk. Now we have something today uh, in our legal system, some of you already use it, it's called the power of attorney, the right to act in somebody else's name, right? Let's say uh, if uh, the wife has a power of authority over her husband, she can sign his name, happy life, right? The, hu the, hu the husband may be the head of the marriage, but the wife is the neck who turns the head. If you want a happy marriage, you better get that. Hey, power of, power of attorney, you have the right to act in somebody else's name, Oh my gosh, we have that spiritual power of authority to act in the name of Jesus. Man, we've got to get this. You know, the church is Jesus in the flesh to this world. You're the only Jesus this world is going to see because you act in his name. They're seeing Jesus when they see you and me act. Uh, the world could only know him the Father if they have seen Jesus, right? And the only uh, way the world is going to know Jesus is by his church continuing his earth walk in the authority of his name to walk in the power he walked in and because his name is the name above every name now there's so many examples here in the book of acts you know, just to look at one here um, one example here in, in acts chapter three we have uh, peter and john they're cruising down the road going to the temple to pray and they see a crippled man from birth and he's begging for money then in verse six it says Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he immediately took him by the right hand, lifting him up. Immediately his feet and his ankle bones were strength. So he said, and, and, and he leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. How about that? He possessed something, what I do have. Do you walk around going, you know what I have? I have the name of Jesus. Do we have the same view? We should. And here we have uh, Peter acts in his name. So that's your fourth fill in the blank there, that Jesus' authority 
continues through his church. That's you and me. So these simple fill-in-the-blanks here, they look like simple statements. They're really profound truths when you look at them. We have to have these etched into our minds so we can act this way. If you don't believe it, you won't act this way. You're only going to act from day to day what you believe in your hearts, right? That's the only way you're going to get that, the way uh, uh, you believe is going to be acted out. Could our music ministry come up, please? Uh, by the way, hey, thanks to our music ministry today, the songs they chose couldn't accompany the message better. I uh, really appreciate them. Yes, 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 yes. Today is an A plus for them. They are wonderful. Not that every day is not an A. Praise God. You know, we need to remember we have the authority in the name of Jesus. And it's so sad when the church does not use it. We have the authority over demons, the authority over sickness and disease. You know, in so many parts of this world, we, we, we tend to just see our own small sphere and not the um, influence in the natural that the word calls about. But of course, across this globe, it's happening. My gosh, there's, uh, there's reports of, I've heard the testimonies and then the sermons, uh, churches in Mexico and South America, they raise the dead like it's no big deal. Wow. We should be seeing these things here. One of the greatest problems in America, we're too in love with this world age. That's why we don't see the name of Jesus on our lips the way we ought to. Thus in lies the sacred assembly tonight, right? Hey, we're too in love with this world age. We live way below what we're capable of, way below of what he's done for us. That's got to change. Got to change with us believing this. Amen? So today we have communion. And let's move into this as part of my message here. Now, when we have communion today, we're remembering the Lord's uh, death on the cross, the end of the rule of spiritual death in our lives, the victory that he has on the cross for you and me. Uh, So today, as we uh, have communion, it would be good to exercise and remember the authority that we have in his name uh, over these areas in our lives that are out of harmony with our redemption. Uh, it tells us here in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 that Paul tells us, you've heard this before, for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. My victory over sickness and disease is his name. I proclaim his death and resurrection. I'm in covenant with him, the covenant meal we're taking now, that I have uh, been entered into his family. I'm, I'm, I'm not a peasant, I'm a son. I'm a son of royalty. And, you know, what's not in harmony in our lives with his covenant blessings has to go. For most folks, there's health issues, right? There's financial issues. There's issues in their families with strife and difficulties with their children. We need to speak out the name of Jesus today over this communion when we receive it. As our music ministry leads us in prayer, don't be quiet. The police aren't going to come. Don't worry about it. You can be noisy. You know, we need to open our mouths. Is diabetes an issue? Diabetes, leave my body in the authority of the name of Jesus. Is financial lack a problem? Get that wallet out and talk to it. In the name of Jesus, financial lack, leave my life. You are not my inheritance in the name of Jesus. Right? Whatever is an issue, you speak to it in the authority of the name of Jesus. How long do I got to do this? You do it till something changes. You don't give up. You get persistent. You get nasty over it in the spirit realm. Because it's an invader, it's an attack. It has no authority to be in your life. Yet I know most believers don't do that. 
They beg God for healing. They beg God for finances. He's not going to do it for you. Wow. Don't throw rocks at me. He's not going to do it for you. He's given you his name for you to do. Right? When Moses was at the Red Sea, he lifts up the staff. He cries out to God, you do something. I gave you the staff. That's, that's the a foreshadow of the name of Jesus being used. He had to do something for the Red Sea to move. He's given you his name. If you don't use it, he's not going to do it for you. I can't live for you. I can't do it for you. Yes, we should pray over others. Yes, we should use the name of Jesus to help others get set free. But our own lives, what are you saying from your mouth? Are you taking the authority he's already given you? There's no plan B. If you don't have it, you'll just have religion. And I'll send you to the grave. Religion is man's attempt to find God. He found me. I don't have religion. I have relationship with the Lord. I have the name of Jesus already given to me. My gosh, true story. Um, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, great healing evangelist of yesteryear, he goes to minister to this woman in her home. She's dying. Uh, she's in her bed. She's dying of malnutrition. And he's trying to pray for her. And how'd she get to this place? He looks on the wall and he says, where'd you get that? Oh, the guy I used to work for gave it to me. He passed away. I, I was a housekeeper for him. He said, do you know what that is? No, I can't read. That's a stock option. You're a very, very wealthy woman. Here she's dying of malnutrition, not knowing what she has and not using what she has. The Lord's church doesn't know what they have. It's in their heads somewhere, but they don't act it out out of their mouths. He, she put herself in her own situation due to ignorance. In the Word of God, it tells us, my people perish for lack of knowledge. In Hosea. We perish for lack of knowledge. If God forbid you know this and you do nothing with it. This is how I live every day. But you can't live my life and I can't live your life. I choose to use the name of Jesus. I'm grateful he's given me the power of attorney to use his name. And I'm no better and no different from you. We all have that authority. So let's receive these elements today. Okay, take out the bread. Don't spill the grape juice, it's new carpet. <laughs> I want no carpet christenings today, there we go. So let's partake and proclaim his death and resurrection, which is victory spiritually in eternity, victory over sickness and disease and lack in this life. Let's be believers and act like believers, amen? Let's partake and music ministry, lead us after you're done with your communion. Let's partake. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, speak out. Jesus is Lord over my body. Jesus is Lord over my finances. In the name of Jesus, I break every hold of the enemy over this congregation in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, those watching online, those listening on podcasts, in the name of Jesus, victory overtake you. Victory of the cross in our lives in Jesus' name. Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. You were the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord most high. Your hidden glory in creation now revealed in 
And we thank you, Lord Jesus. And Lord God, we should not be the average church. We should be the normal church, Lord God. Those walking in the authority of your name. And Lord, we just take authority over all sickness and disease and lack and family disharmony, Lord God, at this church. We speak uh, life in the name of Jesus uh, to all that is out of harmony in people's lives. And Lord God, we thank you for these days ahead, that they're good days ahead because Jesus is Lord and we carry your name. Father God, may we leave a very changed people in these days ahead, a people that know how to use the power of attorney of the name of Jesus that we've been given. And we thank you for this, Lord God. From this moment forth, in Jesus' name, can you agree and say amen? Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen.